Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one delightful page of Talmud every day, and it is particularly delightful today. It is a dark and stormy night. I'm sitting here in my living room, enjoying some very fine refreshments, and across from me, live and in person, is my dear friend and my teacher, Robert David Bashevkin. Welcome to my living room. Leo, what an absolute pleasure. This is the first time I am in your home uh, meeting your lovely wife, your lovely dog, Lila. And it is just an absolute joy to bring Talmud and the conversations that we have remotely and have this kind of closeness, which I've always felt, but really to embody it in your apartment is really a special privilege. Ken Irbu, may we have more of these? I want to ask you about a really beautiful passage of today's stuff, Nazir 38. And I just know that you have some magic to share with us. Here it goes. Gemara retorts, If it is due to that verse, this is not an omission, as when Rabbi Eliezer teaches and lists the lashes which a Nazarite is liable to receive. He includes only matters that are not found elsewhere, i.e., he mentions only prohibitions that apply exclusively to a Nazarite. The prohibition, he shall not profane his word, is relevant to vows in general, and therefore he omitted it. Consequently, Rabbi Eliezer should have mentioned the prohibition anything that is made of the grapevine, and the fact that he did not do so presents a difficulty for the opinion of Abaye. The beautiful phrase in Hebrew is, Lo yachel dvaro, he shall not profane his word. Say more about this lovely turn of phrase. It's such a fascinating phrase that has always stuck with me and means so much to me that really underlies all of the laws of vows, including the Nazarite, Nazirus, and that is the notion of lo, meaning do not, yachel, profane, divaro, your word. And it is really fascinating. The word profanity is the word yachel, which is, what does that mean, chal? What does that that word mean, and why does it mean profane? And I've always been struck by the fact that the word for profanity, it's not a curse word in Hebrew. A chalal in Hebrew is a space. And when we talk about profaning something, it means that you have left a void in an opportunity to sanctify something. And instead of sanctifying something, you've left an absence in a place where there could have been more presence, more commitment, more focus, more connection. You have left a void. And that is the halal. That is what profanity is in the Jewish mindset. It is the missed opportunity to sanctify, to bring something closer. And that is why we say when you don't commit to your word, you don't fulfill your word, the way the Torah describes it is lo yachel divoro, do not profane your word. Profane doesn't mean don't curse, it doesn't mean don't use expletives, it means don't leave a void. When you had the opportunity to follow through with a promise, to build commitment, to cultivate connection, don't leave an absence in a place where there could have been presence. And I've always found that quite beautiful. There's actually a very beautiful connection because the word halal, which means space, and I, I may have mentioned this before, but I want 
want a notion. There is a place where we find this actually used quite positively, and that is in the notion of forgiveness, where we talk about don't create a void when it comes to commitments, connection, your word. But when we talk about forgiveness, we actually use the word mechila, which comes from the same root, according to many, which means to forgive somebody. I am mochel you. And what we're actually doing there, and why forgiveness derives from the very same term that profanity derives from, is because when we forgive someone, when we are mochel somebody, we create space for the other. We say that whatever misdeeds, whatever broken promises you have, there is still room, there is still a space for you in my life. And what I think we all strive for is to ensure that whatever space we create, it's not a void of a missed opportunity, but it is a space for others to exist, for family to exist, for our commitments and others to enliven, inspire, and coexist within our lives together. So, so beautiful. Rabbi David Vashevkin, thank you so much, as always, for being our guest. Liel, Lisa, Lila. My absolute pleasure. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And get your Take One merch, t-shirts, mugs, and other great stuff at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Liebowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Roske, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Tanya Singer, Courtney Hazlett, Robert Scarmuccia, and Mark Oppenheimer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.